Mums with Hustle podcast, episode 263. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. Welcome back to the Mums with Hustle podcast. I took a short little break over the Christmas and New Year period. You know that period where all of the days just kind of blur into one and you really have no idea what day it is. Is it a weekend day? Is it a weekday? What's happening? When was Christmas? Oh my gosh, it's all a blur. (laughs) But it's a good sign because it means that we've certainly let go and relaxed. And I know that I most certainly did to the point that yesterday I went into my Social Method Society membership and I went to do a post and I referred to the day of the week that I thought it was and I was wrong. Uh, That taught me to just stay on holidays for another day. It wasn't time to come back. (laughs) It wasn't time to come back into work or at least, you know, I need to warm up. My old brain was still asleep. But anyway, I quickly edited that post and all is good. But hello there, my friends. And hello there to new friends or new listeners of the Mums with Hustle podcast. If you're new around here, well, my name is Tracy Harris. I am a mum of two boys. I have been sharing Instagram marketing and mindset and online business tips since 2015. I love serving and leading and teaching through online courses, through my online membership, and also through my high-level Inner Circle Mastermind. So that's just a little bit about me in a nutshell. And I just welcome you to connect with me on Instagram. Head on over, find me at Mums with Hustle and come and say hi. Feel free to send me a DM. Let me know that you're a new podcast listener. I've actually had some really cool chats this new year in 2021 already with podcast listeners just sending me a random DM saying, hello, they've been a listener for a long time and they've just never said hi. And they wanted to start out the year by saying hi and letting me know that they get so much out of the podcast. And that seriously lights me up. So thank you. If you haven't said hi, come on over and say hi on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you over there. It really is me in the DMs. So that brings me to this week's episode. It's going to be a brief one, but it's one that packs a punch. And it's one that I tend to do every year. If you've been a loyal listener over the years, you know that I love entering a new year with a word of the year. I love that. And I always share the word with my audience here on the podcast and of course on Instagram and and within my paid communities as well. So I'm going to give you a little bit of the story or the rundown on my word of the year, but I'll begin with sharing how I actually ended up having this this particular word this year. I really want to share that story with you as well, because I know for a lot of people, you can be tempted to kind of overthink what the word of the year is. 
and it doesn't even have to be that difficult. So kind of going to just preface this with brief little snapshot of what the whole word of the year thing is to me as I see it and why I think it's super important for all of us to choose a word of the year. So basically each year I select one word that kind of becomes my anchor or my guiding light or my source of inspiration. And sometimes it's even a bit of an intention, but it's always, for me, it's always been one single word. In the past, I've had words like authentic. I've had the word ease before. And in a little while, I'm going to share with you what my 2021 word is. But I know that some people, you know, they don't choose a word, they choose a phrase, a short phrase. And so that's cool if that's you as well, a word or a phrase. But basically this word has to have an energy around it that for you feels really good and feels energizing and is inspiring. And I love to take it one step further by actually writing that word down and having it visible in my home 365 days of the year so that I'm constantly reminded and I'm seeing that word. Now you might choose to make it be a screensaver on your phone or on your computer as well. I know some people do that. Some people get a custom artwork made. I know some of my ladies have done that in the past, but just having that word visible every day helps you to remember that word and the significance of that word. And of course, the feelings that that word evokes. All right. So my word of the year, well, I have to share that in the last few days of 2020, I did start to think, oh, am I going to have a word of the year? I just, I wasn't even sure if I was going to have one because usually by the end of a calendar year, I kind of have some idea of the word that I want to choose. And sometimes, you know, in the past I've had a couple of words and then I have to somehow discern which word it is, which one really feels and fits me. But yeah, at the end of last year, I just, I wasn't having any stirrings of any words that were coming to me. So yeah, I really was a bit unsure, but I didn't, again, I chose to not even really focus on that so much. I didn't want to make it be a problem that I don't have a word of the year and I'm not sure what I want my word. I just didn't make it be a problem. I chose not to see that as a bad thing. And I just went about my days. On New Year's Day itself, we went out for a walk with the boys. So we being my husband, myself, and my two little boys, I think, yeah, one of them, oh, they both took their scooters and we ended up carrying one of the scooters, as you do with a young, young child. So yeah, we were out walking as a family and I don't know how, but I ended up getting just like a tiny bit of that walk to myself. Like it wouldn't have been much, it would have been like maybe 20 meters or 50 meters at best. I just found myself by myself and the boys were kind of up ahead a little bit with their dad. And I just felt, I just felt at peace, like complete peace. Like my monkey mind, the chatter, the rambling thoughts that just always seemed to be bubbling up in my mind were absent. Like I was just completely mindful and present in that moment. And 
you know, that type of presence where you can hear the rustling of the leaves in the trees and the different sounds that the birds are making. Or you might notice a butterfly, like it was, and the feeling of a cool breeze on your face, the sound of footsteps on the path, like that type of mindfulness. And I just kind of slipped into that space really easily the second the boys kind of went ahead and I was outside. And so it was in that moment that I simply just asked myself silently, just within myself, what is my word this year? And seriously, I kid you not, without any effort, the word just came to me without any effort and almost without any delay. And so I also felt in that moment that the word chose me. The second it came to me, the word just felt right. And, you know, that feeling that you can kind of get in the pit of your stomach, like my stomach flipped a little bit, but in a good sense, like like the excited you know, feeling in that pit of your stomach, followed by truth chills, like, you know, goosebumps, like, but the good kind. And I was just like, oh yeah, that's the word. Like I said it back to myself in my mind and I was like, oh, damn, that feels good. I just got my word. So I immediately, like I just instinctually just wanted to share this with my husband, Carl, and I kind of just like went up to him and I was like, I've got my word of the year. And his eyes absolutely lit up when I told him, like his energy shifted. And I know that he was excited for me because he constantly, ever since we've been together, has just wanted me to see myself in this way, in the way that he sees me. And so my word of the year that I share with you all here on the podcast is powerful, Oh, I got the feeling again. Damn, powerful. Oh, I see even when I say it, I get a little bit like, oh, oh. And I feel like your word of the year should have an energy or effect, an energetic effect on you. And you'll know if it does, if you get like the little stomach flip or yeah, if you get the excited feels, like I'm even all jittery now. So yeah, my word of the year is powerful. And you know, as I kind of just reflect on, well, why did that word choose me? Why is that my word? Why do I get this like physical response, this energetic response uh, to that word? And I've kind of just journaled a little bit about it. And I thought, I'm just going to share this with you. So, and I'm sharing this with you because I hope that my process, my simple process of asking myself what my word of the year should be when I'm in a space where I can actually hear the answer. That's the first thing is like be in a space where you can hear the answer. And I guess before that is to even ask the question. So I'm sharing this with you because I really hope that it will help even just one of you awesome souls listening to this podcast episode. So the word powerful And I'm sharing my very simple process with you because it really is simple. And it's a little process or a little intuitive hack that I use in all sorts of situations. You know, whenever I'm stuck with something, I usually just, I ask for help or I ask the question just within myself. And I just kind of put that question out there 
And then the second part is making sure that you are in a place or in a situation free of the monkey mind chatter where the answer can actually come to you, where you can actually hear the response. So yeah, super simple and very effective process. But the word of the year for me is powerful. And so I thought I would just share with you some notes from my journal about that word and why I believe it came to me and what it is calling of me. So as I look back throughout my life, what has held me back in so many instances, whether it's in career or socially or in business, even, you know, in marketing, jumping on, being the face of a brand and showing up on Instagram and all of the things, what's held me back is quite often my fear of being seen. And I know that sounds really crazy because people are like, hey, you're always taking pictures of yourself or writing emails and talking to people and blah, blah, blah. Like, how could that even be true? And it's like, well, it is. It's a fear of being seen and being seen too much or being perceived as being too much or shining too bright or being too friendly or being too loud and being too successful. All of those things, it's this fear of just being too much and being seen in all that you are. And I really want to make a difference in this world, in this lifetime. I really do. And I want to do that by using my gifts and my talents, the things that I find easy, the things that come naturally to me, things that bring me joy. But then I have this other little voice that kind of interjects and it's like, yeah, do that. Use your gifts, use your talents, but don't be too good at it. Don't shine too brightly. And I'm just like, what? Why? That is messed up. Because if I think about my boys, if I think about my kids, I would never give them that advice. I would never say, yeah, be really good at something, but just don't be too good at it. Like don't, you know. And for me, this stems from childhood and things that I've obviously observed within others as a young child growing up, things that I've experienced and then had reinforced by other adults teachers, you know, society. And these are sometimes also cultural beliefs, beliefs around success, what it means to do well, what it must mean to be successful, what it means to achieve things, what it means to honor and celebrate your achievements. And for me, it really relates also to how my success or my achievements, or my gifts and talents make other people feel. Like I've done so much work on understanding self and also understanding others that I've come to this realization that I just don't want to make others feel bad. And so if that means that I can just dim my light a little bit to make other people feel more comfortable or to make other people feel better about their own circumstance of themselves. And I tend to do that. And it actually doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel energizing. It doesn't feel free and authentic. And so 
you know, when you grow up and maybe other people have heard similar messages, but things like, oh, we're really proud of you. We are so proud of you for achieving that. Well done. But let's not harp on that for too long because it might make so-and-so feel bad about their lack of achievement in that area. Or yes, we want you to shine bright, but don't shine too brightly. You don't want to look like you're attention seeking or you don't want to take any light away from others. And I know that there are lots of people out there that have this kind of block or, you know, you have these kind of behaviours. And so that's why, you know, I just want to share, I want to share it with you because, you know, we're all kind of finding our way out of that. At least that's what I feel like I'm being called to. I'm being called to kind of grow and expand in this way by really letting go of those beliefs and replacing them by stepping more fully into who I've been made and called to be. And that means owning my power. So what if shining brightly and owning who you are wasn't a bad thing? What if by shining brightly and owning who you are, you inspired other people to shine their brightest too? Like only good can really come from that. And what if everybody stopped diluting themselves? for the sake of making other people feel more comfortable? What if we all stopped doing that? What if we dared to be our full selves? Could people handle it? I don't know. Time will tell. What if you became unafraid of your unique talents and gifts and you stopped hiding from them? And instead, what if you developed those natural strengths and abilities even more than what you currently possess. And instead of focusing constantly on the areas of your weakness, you focused more on developing those natural strengths and abilities so that they became superpowers, which you could use for good. And what if you stopped feeling powerless in situations and you changed your behavior and your outlook to one that reflects how powerful rather than powerless. So yeah, that's just some of the the musings that I had in my journal around the word powerful. And I'm not sure what this word is uh, truly going to open up for me and what it will manifest into my life this year. But I do know that the word powerful feels really good and energizing and not scary. And I am really excited and proud of that because in the past it would have made me want to go and hide dark corner and turn out the lights and just not be seen. I'd be like, no, 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 (laughs) no. But it feels challenging enough, but in an exciting way. And so I believe only good will come from it. So there you go. Thanks for listening. Thanks for letting me share and getting that out there. Like, You are all such a gift to me. It's really cool and very special for me to be able to come onto this podcast and share my inner thoughts and feelings and you hold that space. But again, like I hope that by me doing that, it opens you up to be able to think and live in that way too. So what is your word of the year? Do you have one? If you have one, 
I would love for you to hop on over and, you know, let me know in my latest Instagram post or send me a DM. Let me know what your word of the year is. Or if you're one of my listeners that loves themselves, an Instagram story or a reels, well, why not create a piece of content around your word of the year and tag me in it so that I get a notification. I can come on over. I can check it out. I can give you that virtual high five and yeah, we can all celebrate together. I'd actually really love to share some of your words of the year. So if you do that, please tag me in that content so I can share. But I'm just sending everyone so much love, no matter where you're listening from. I know last year was, you know, everything was very unexpected, uncertain, challenging. And as we kind of forge our way into 2021 together, I hope that we do so in a more united way and in a more, what's the word, optimistic (laughs) high vibe way full of love rather than fear because, you know, I don't want that to take over people. So, yeah, big love, everybody. Thank you so much for catching this episode. Next week on the Mums With Hustle podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you three simple Instagram growth tips from established business owners. So if you are new to the Instagram platform or if you've been on Instagram for a little while and, you know, you've kind of plateaued or things are a little bit quiet, you're going to want to listen to next week's episode. So join me here for episode 265, three simple Instagram growth tips from established business owners. Can't wait to connect with you again next week, but until then, stay happy in your hustle. Bye.